Welcome to Paint Is and Jam. My name is Justin. My name is Angela. And we're your hosts for this podcast. We've known each other actually for for a really, really long time. I think, did, did we meet in grade two? I keep thinking it's grade one. I don't know why. You know why I keep thinking grade two and, and really doesn't really make a difference because a, a year... <laughs> It's a lot. A year in in the what almost uh, can we say like thirty five years? I think something like that. Thirty, thirty, at least thirty. Sure. 30, <laughs> at least thirty years. Let's just say thirty years that we've known mm-hmm. each other. I think we were in the same class by the time that we had in grade two, and and I think that's where we ended up meeting. So needless to say, we've known each other very long. Time. Yes, yes. Like yes, we yes, know yes. everything about one another. We may know about each other, but I don't think our listeners do. So. Why don't you introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you? Nice segue. Nicely done. (laughs) Well, as I said, my name is Angela. For as long as I remember, I've always wanted to help people. It's just always been, I was always the kid who would talk to the new person or want, if someone was sad, try to make them feel better. And I just, I don't know, that's just always been who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, that led me into social work having a private practice, and then eventually working with people. I'm sure I will talk about this a lot because it's just something that continues to humble and just motivate me is really seeing how how strong people are and how resilient they are mm-hmm. and how in spite of difficult and sometimes really tragic things happening, how people can overcome. What always really interested me is the mindset and how we can make simple shifts to that mindset to change from seeing something as helpless to something more as you know powerful and empowering and so I got very interested in that eventually started working in self-development coaching and something else I saw a lot of is women this tendency of women the women around me and I'm included in that as well just a way of looking at themselves as really less than they are and not not seeing their worth they'd be accomplishing some of these women would be accomplishing remarkable things and mm. they just would not see that. And so I wrote a book, which is with the publisher right now and w- eventually will come out hopefully in the fall nice. or, or winter, end of the year. And the purpose of the book was really to look at some of those mindset things that might keep us feeling more helpless than we are and how we can shift and really recognize our worth, empower ourselves to um, want to, you know, be the rock star queens that we yeah. are. <laughs> that was a lot a lot of fun and really interesting and I talked to like hundreds of people just to get different insights yeah so that's basically where I'm at now waiting for this book to be published hopefully will be soon and working on self-development coaching and working on mindsets cool nice and why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? <laughs> my journey is a little bit different. Actually, my my education was a little bit different altogether because I ended up going into the sciences. The first thing I wanted to become was was an astrophysicist. Uh, but when the, 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 the I remember that yeah. actually. <laughs> when the physics got super complicated and it wasn't something I, I realized that, that I wasn't enjoying the process. It wasn't something that was exciting me very much. So I, you know, I, I finished school. I wanted to one of the first things I wanted to do was was live on my own. And so the first thing that I wanted to do was get a job. And, and I ended up working for a financial institution. And and I stayed with them for for quite a long time. They were they were a fantastic uh, group of people. Uh, I just ended up realizing that it just wasn't for me. And um, and this was a few years ago. I I did a lot of soul searching, 
And uh, at the time I was working actually with, with a personal trainer and, and fitness really excited me. So I, I took the journey and, and I ended up getting a certification as, as a fitness trainer, I, which led me to learning more about nutrition too as well, which is something uh, that was very, uh, very interesting to me too as well. And um, then moving forward from there, I started realizing when I actually started working with clients, it came to me that realization how mindset was important. And it actually brought me back to, to a time when, when I was in university, I ended up doing a minor in human relations. And I remember mm, I how excited, yeah, how excited I was when, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was learning about um, communications within small groups, uh, interpersonal communication, you know, looking at body language and all that stuff. Those, those were the kind of like the first little inklings that started my interest and, um, and, and, and moving forward to, to now using those skills as, as a fitness trainer, it was also understanding the, the mindset of individuals. And that really, I think that ignited a, a different fire within me uh, in terms of learning uh, how people thought about themselves, how they viewed their world, their own perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was really reward, and it, and it continues to be rewarding work to work with my clients, to see them adapt, to see them change. And, and I think that's that was the most exciting thing. So in doing so, this kind of, as I said, this ignited a, um, another fire all about life coaching and and, work, and helping people work through uh, different situations in their lives. And, and it's a little bit what I wanted to uh, also bring to this podcast too as well and, and, and why I wanted to do it with you because of all the history that we've shared together mm. and and how our mindsets are, are are very similar you know we're we're each other's backs when whenever we're we're dealing with our own life situations and yep. and our inner dialogue can come in and, and kind of like uh sabotage um you know how we're seeing things and i kind of wanted to bring this forth and, and kind of um join forces and in, in, into this particular podcast too. yeah and and, you know, when you approached me with that, I was super excited, too, because exactly that. I mean, I think we have similar or at least complementary yeah. <laughs> mindsets. And I think, you know, and I, I always love our conversations. And God knows you've certainly had my back several <laughs> times, many times. And, yeah, like, you know, the things we've talked about, I think, could be helpful to other people who maybe been going through similar things or been struggling with the way they see the world or they see what's been happening so yeah, I'm excited to do this. Absolutely. So I think one thing though that we would need to explain before we get started <laughs> is why did we call this podcast Painters and Jam? Because I, I I could be wrong, but I think <laughs> ever since we, we announced that that this was happening, I'm I'm curious about what people thought about what this why we called it that. The the name itself isn't isn't very telling in terms of what this podcast is all about. So that's why I want to kind of just clear the air a little bit just to get an understanding of why we ended up calling it Painters and Jam. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I'm writing a book and I have a chapter on assertiveness and saying no. And and sometimes I use like I use very exaggerated examples just to kind of prove a point. So one of them was, you know, saying no to things you really don't want to do. And I made this silly example of someone asking the person, do you want to come watch paint dry with me? <laughs> so the person and being and what I say about being assertive is, you know, give a re if you're going to give a reason, give one reason and just stick to it. But don't over explain, just, you know, say your yes or no and give the reason amongst other things. So the person in the scenario said, no, watching paint dry isn't my jam. 
Now, somehow, <laughs> in the editing process, thankfully, this was caught in the layout stage. What ended up happening was the line ended up reading, paint isn't jam. <laughs> so <laughs> when we noticed that, we were like, hmm, somebody reading this book would be confused. Could you imagine though, what that would look like? Hey, uh, you want to come watch paint dry? No, paint, paint isn't is jam. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe that's another way to get somebody to, to say no, is just to confuse the heck out of the person. Definitely an option, but um, yeah. But it wasn't the point I was trying to make. No. So anyways, we saw that we all had a good laugh. Then Justin and I have been confusing everyone around us by constantly telling each other paint isn't jam. Right. But what we realized, <laughs> and you can chime in or tell me if I'm wrong, Justin, is that you know, sometimes like we had a good laugh and then we looked at that and we're like, hey, you know what? Sometimes mistakes can turn into something else. And in fact, this podcast is proof of that. Yeah. So sometimes something as ridiculous as <laughs> paint is in jam. It's easy. It would have been very easy to get frustrated because um, I can be a little bit neurotic <laughs> and it would have been very easy to just get very frustrated with that and be like oh well, why is this you know what's going on instead um sometimes in life we gotta laugh a little um regardless of what's going on and god did we ever laugh over that yes. one yes i mean i think at, cer <laughs> at certain points we were actually ending our conversations with saying paint is a jam <laughs> <laughs> the format of this particular podcast and, and what you're going to be listening to us is that we're we're going to try not to take ourselves too seriously either because we want it to be fun we want it to be light and breezy i think one of the other underlining messages it, it was a mistake that ended up happening and it, it could have been something that we could have made a bigger than what it is but Instead, we chose to laugh at it too as well. And even more so, we actually ended up choosing to, to make it to make it in something more than what it really is and in a fun way too. So we're, we're going to get into that in a, in a minute when we talk about when we're talking about mistakes. But sometimes in these particular mistakes, which we may think they're, they're bad, actually some good can come out of that. So if, if, the, if the typo never ended up happening in your book, we may <laughs> never have called this podcast Painters and Jam. It could have been something else completely different. Might, and the podcast might not have even happened. Yeah, that too. That too. So, so essentially, I guess, to make this very long story sure. short, more concise, uh, to make this long story short, basically, the point of this podcast and the reason why we call the paint is in jam is because a it's our personal reminder that sometimes well often actually good can come out yes, of a mistake absolutely. and learning and growth and creativity can come out of a mistake. Yes. I don't know if you remember the painter Bob Ross, the very soothing guy on television who used to paint trees <laughs> and nature scenes. He used to always say like, "Oh, look at this happy accident." And then he would turn it into like this crazy beautiful thing so yeah. our purpose and basically what we're trying to say and what we and a lot of what the themes I think are going to be is looking at our mindset and looking at the way we see things and looking at it looking at mistakes even and we'll talk about that later so I mean basically I think what we're trying to say is with painters and jam is just the idea is perception really mm -hmm. it's just changing our perception Offering different perceptions and offering different ways of looking at things and hopefully uh, in a way that could be helpful to you and hopefully in a way that can show you for the resilient person that you are. And I promise you, you're, you're more resilient than 
if you think you're resilient, great, amazing. And those that sometimes don't are struggling to see the power in themselves. I promise you, you are so much stronger Mm -hmm. than you realize. And maybe if something that we say can help tap into that or help you maybe see things a little differently, then that's what we're here to do. So let's talk about mistakes. How do we deal with them? You know, it's very easy to get mad and frustrated every mm-hmm. time something. And and Mrs. Neurosis here, I'm the last person who's going to judge somebody else mm. <laughs> uh, from getting mad and frustrated when things aren't quite working out or you're try- working on something and it's just not coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, you know, you come across a paint is in jam. And it's just a matter of not taking things so seriously and seeing errors and just laughing and then fixing it and moving on. I I think we do have this tendency of taking ourselves, and understandably so, very seriously, and just putting a lot of pressure on ourselves and a lot of the stakes are high, you know, everything has huge stakes, which could cause, you know, all kinds of anxiety, frustration, depression, all kinds of fun things. It's worth just taking a step back and trying to find the humor in things. And yes, I understand paint isn't jam, (laughs) isn't something (laughs) super serious but that's kind of the point is to step back and be like okay wait does this really matter okay one more editing mistake in my case or one more thing will this matter in a week in a Mm. in a year in five years we may see things as errors but at the same time they could just be you know what it needed to be at the time because then it then it becomes like a catalyst for for new things to 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 be created out of them so Absolutely. I, I think I think sometimes um, you know we're, we're we're faced with life challenges and we see certain things that are are, are coming towards us and I'm, I'm not taking anything away they, they may be difficult they may be um, it may be hard to go through but it, it, it always ends up being a learning experience. And I think if we can take the lighter side of it, and then we can, we can, if we can take a look at it and say, you know, this is happening just the way it's supposed to be, then it's a little bit easier to take on these challenges too as well, because then it becomes more of a learning experience. And then afterwards you get to, and, and you get to create new things out of them because of it. And things that you may not even have thought of, because if the, if the quote unquote error never occurred, you never would have thought of it in that particular way. Yeah, and that's just it. Sometimes the most difficult things can bring about a change in perception. It can bring about, or it can force you to have mm-hmm. to look at life in a different way. It might force you to have to to adapt, right, and to survive. Mm-hmm. And there could be a tremendous amount of growth in suffering. I mean, it sucks. It sucks if that you have that people go through the suffering. It'd be mm-hmm. great if they didn't. However, when they come on the out on the other side, there is that potential for so much growth and so much learning and just really even just recognizing how much stronger you are than you thought you ever could be. Mm-hmm. I think um, like I'm, I'm always reminded I have uh, one of my favorite author, authors. Uh, his name is Eckhart Tolle. And one of the examples that actually rang true to me, because I'm, um, you know, I, I, I love going to the gym and I love exercising and whatnot. It's something where I find, you know, I can get into a good, almost like meditative state when I'm when I'm working out and whatnot. He describes somewhat of a uh, kind of like a, um, an analogy in terms of, you know, life challenges. Life challenges mm-hmm. will always happen too as well. But much like life's challenges can be seen as a weight. You know, when we go into the gym, when we lift weights, when we use machines, we're actually causing stress 
on the body. But this this kind of stress that we're adding onto it is really to try to improve our, our, our body, it's to make it healthier, it's to make it stronger too as well. But without that stress, you don't you can't necessarily improve. So it's it's a little bit what it's a little bit what I see like in terms of when I when I view when I try to view life's challenges, it's really yes, they can cause stress to the body to the mind Mm -hmm. to to, to what we're dealing with but at the same time if we can change our perspectives then we can see we can see these life situations that are happening to us that are 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 really kind of um like i said before like learning experiences and that Mm -hmm. that that stress the body but in a good way so that it becomes um a new skill you know something something different a, a new experience that you may not have had had you not gone through this particular life situation or a new way to these coping skills or the yes. ability to grow and just have this tremendous amount of knowledge about yourself about yourself really i mean a lot of times we can and i've <laughs> i've been guilty of that too um walking around with blinders on and just kind of you know living in your bubble until something mm-hmm. you know bursts that bubble and then you have no choice but to see what's really happening or to adapt to the things that are coming at you and like i said you know you grow and you learn that <laughs> people are really strong people are really resilient and yeah. a lot of times they don't they don't see that or recognize that until until they really look back at everything they went through and everything they survived and it's it's always amazing to me. I love, I'm always humbled and I love listening to people's journeys and just to be there to echo. Nope. Look, look, look how far you've come. Look at what you've been, look at what you're able to accomplish. Yes. Yeah. And at the time we may not see it as, as a possibility, you know, we, we may not see it that we're we're capable of going through it. Like I remember this is, this brings me a bit far back in, in my previous relationship when I knew that this wasn't the relationship for me anymore it took forever, like it, it took almost a year for me to be able to admit to myself that, you know, I, I was not in the right place. I did. It, it wasn't it, it wasn't for me. But it, it at the time, I can remember that it felt horrible. How can I leave this? I invested so much time and, and all these like kind of like voices that come in and that say it's like, no, no, you, you can't do this. You need, you need to work on this and everything. And and at the end, you know, it's like I as difficult as it was to go through the entire process. I still came out stronger out of it because mm-hmm. then I started realizing what did I really want out of a relationship? What what was it that was important to me? What are the values that were important to me? Yeah, and I think, you know, adding to that sometimes, shockingly, <laughs> we're all human <laughs> yes. and we make mistakes, right? Yeah. And and sometimes we screw up and sometimes we're kind of jerks. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I, I've been a jerk. I have not always been a very nice person, as is everyone else. We're human. But I think a lot of times we tend to beat ourselves up or feel very guilty. And sometimes, you know, fair enough. <laughs> sometimes there's consequences where it's like, yeah, that, was, that, was, that wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, just to go on with that theme of learning about yourself, I think that looking at mistakes, like mistakes could be like really a huge mirror or not so much mirror, but a huge opportunity for you to learn about yourself and learn about like, well, what happened? Why did I act in this way? And Mm -hmm. how can I be different? And again, mistakes are just another way to grow. So we could get stuck in the mistakes and stuck in the past and let the guilt or the self-loathing or all those fun things that sometimes come from making mistakes. But there's another part where sometimes if we can kind of step aside a little bit and just look at objectively, like without the judgment, which is easier said than done, I know, but, you know, kind of take a deep breath, put it aside and look at like, well, what actually happened? 
and why did this happen outside of I'm a jerk? <laughs> like, let's put that voice mm-hmm. away. It's amazing how much you might actually learn. And like, you know, like you said, with your relationship, right? You were in this relationship for a lot longer than you felt you like you knew from a while you didn't want to do it and right. it took you a while to get out of it. But looking back now, you can look at it like, okay, well, now if these things happen, it means I'm not happy. And if I'm not happy, maybe there's different ways I can address it. And you've had to unfortunately make those mistakes in that relationship to get that, that knowledge. Absolutely. And I don't regret going through those, those steps either. Cause yeah, you know, it's like, like you said, you're, you're going to make a mistake and, and, and that's okay. I, I love what you said with regards to, you know, it's, it's, it's not about holding on to that guilt and, and whatnot. It's, it's really about letting that go, learning from it, you know, and then, and then moving on. So then again, you won't make that, that same mistake moving forward. You know, now, now that you know better, what can you try differently? What can you do differently to as well to, to address uh, certain situations? Cause they're going to come up again. They're most likely going to come up again too as well. And that's, it's kind of like solidifying, solidifying the learning that you made throughout mm-hmm. the, the mistake itself. And actually bring up a good point. That's mistakes will keep repeating. And it doesn't mean that you haven't learned. It just means you're learning. <laughs> it yes. takes a yeah. while, <laughs> especially if you've had a certain way of doing things for a very long time. It takes a lot to undo that way of thinking. So odds are you're going to keep making the mistake and then that, remember that one time not to. And then you're going to maybe you might make the mistake a little less and then a little less until eventually you stop making that mistake and you've been able to grow and move past it. And that's true of any time we make any kind of changes in our lives. We start with the small victories that mm-hmm. may come few and far in between until eventually that gap gets smaller and smaller. And then it's like, oh, wow, I haven't made that mistake in a long time. Huh. I haven't even thought of that in a long time. Yeah, I'm a big advocate when it comes to changing small, you know, making those small little changes daily, because mm-hmm. then afterwards, they that's, that's how you build new habits, you know, yep. new way, new ways of doing things. And, and if one thing doesn't work out, try something else. And equally important not to <laughs> and this is something I myself struggle with. So again, easy. it's not always easy to do, it, but it it's is a doable. learning. It's a learning process, you know, yeah. and, and it's and it, I don't think anybody is going to think that this is easy. It's just a matter of how, like, how do we go through that? And that's just the thing. And to not beat ourselves up when it doesn't quite work mm. out right away, because mm-hmm. that's really easy and especially a tendency to have this, what they call all or nothing thinking. So it's like win, fail, yes, no, mm. success, yes. loser. Yes. And there's no in between when in reality, it's all in between. It's all in between. And that, and, that, and that's just that we don't, we don't live in those extremes. We may label them that way, but in the end, we're, we're really kind of like somewhere more somewhere in the middle. And we're just trying to find that balance in between, in between it all. And to just keep moving forward. Right. And it's all yeah. about just, it, it makes me think of that quote from Maya Angelou. I think it's probably one of my favorite quotes. Do the best you can. And when you know better, do better. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, and it's something also, I find it's something to remember out in others. Because if some, as difficult as, as even those situations are, you know, in, in, in terms of admitting that, that you've made a mistake or that you've done something, it's also if someone has done something to you. It's also to remember the same thing out of out of the other individual that made the mistake or that may have said something hurtful or harmful. 
Um, you know, at the time, they they did the best they could with what they knew. And sometimes, yes, the, the, their ego can can play into the whole into the whole factor. And it's just remembering that sometimes, you know, this is the best that they knew how. And it's it's not you can't really blame them in such a way because they're doing the best that they can. And sometimes it, it you know, it, it just doesn't jive with us. And that's OK. It's just that as long as we recognize that, that we're all learning, it becomes easier to also have understanding and compassion, you know, really between, uh, between, uh, between ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, and that doesn't mean that you have to tolerate the behavior if it's very hurtful or abusive or that you should be like, Oh, well, you're doing the best I can. So, you know, you can continue to treat me like garbage (laughs) or say horrible things. (laughs) It does not mean that at all. In fact, you know, it's okay to be assertive and it's also okay to be like, you know what, this is not a relationship that I think I can be a part of and to walk away. Absolutely. But I guess like what I'm thinking of and what you're saying is like holding on to that anger and that blame and that, Oh, that person's a piece of garbage and blah, blah, blah. And it's again, when someone hurts you, it's understandable. That's a human reaction. Right. But when we hold on to it for too long, then it hurts us. So how do we let go of that anger? And it doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean because I forgive them or because I just don't want to hold on to that anger I'm accepting this terrible behavior because your actions will tell you, will dictate how much you accept that Mm -hmm. behavior or not. Right. But it could mean like, I just don't want this anger to be a part of my life anymore because I'd rather focus my energies on other things. But that doesn't mean that this person's ever going to be my friend again, or this person's going to be a part of my life again, if that's your choice. But it's just let them live their life. I will live mine and I will focus on myself being healthier and they'll have to deal with the consequences of their behavior right 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 right. and i think and i think this is something that we're we're probably going to be echoing in in future episodes though but um you know you have every right to feel the emotions that you have surrounding Mm -hmm. that particular circumstance and it's it's really it's it's i think i think what we're focusing on more is about what do you do with that you you can choose to hold on to them but then it's really you, you're going to be experiencing those those feelings internally just because you're kind of replaying that story in your head over and over again. At the time, yes, feel it. If you're angry, if you're sad, it's perfectly normal to be feeling those emotions. It's really what do you do afterwards? How do you how do you deal with that situation moving forward? How do you come to an understanding of what actually happened, and what decisions do you make moving forward? Tell tell you what's the best for you. So is it about ending the relationship? Is it about uh, maybe confronting that individual and telling them uh, exactly what's happening, or or maybe you just need to change your relationship uh, with them altogether? Exactly, and it's and and, and again, <laughs> I feel like I'm full of quotes. What's that saying? It makes me think of that saying, like being holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes. Yes, which can also be said about forgiveness too as well. You know, it's like, oh, that person hurt me itself. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm never going to talk to them again. They don't deserve me and all that stuff. And, and as much as maybe that relationship is not necessary anymore itself, if you're still going to hold on to that and, and say and, and hold on to that righteousness and that anger, it's going to affect you a lot more than the other person. That person itself may have completely forgotten about the situation mm-hmm. itself. But if you're still holding on to it, you're still living that situation and you're still drinking that poison every day. So, and, and I think that's maybe why people have a hard time too sometimes is that belief that, well, if I forgive them or if I let it go, then they've won and I'm letting them walk all over me. 
Right. And, you know, they need to know how much they hurt me. And mm. except you're just hurting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's... Again, also been guilty of that. I remember, I remember times when I, I wanted people to feel just as, as, as hurtful. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think we can, we can go through, we can go through an entire episode of just our high school experience. Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> just to remember that, that, that particular uh. feeling. I, I think like circling back to, to the top, to the topic where we we're talking about being mistakes, it's really about learning to to let that go. I think the best that you can do if some if a mistake and I, I leave it under quotes um happens because a mistake can actually turn out to be a blessing because who mm-hmm. knows what what may happen in the future moving forward is really about learning from them and mm-hmm. experiencing the emotion that you have once once you've you've worked through that then it's about okay well what can I learn from this either not let this happen again or how can I perceive this differently? Because sometimes, you know, we may perceive something as a mistake, but at the end, it may end up actually being what we needed at the very mm-hmm. beginning at that very moment. And if we deem that as a mistake, says, oh, no, this shouldn't have ha- ha- this shouldn't have happened. Well, maybe there was a reason for it that it happened at the very at that time for you. And maybe it's about just changing that perspective and seeing, OK, well, what can I really learn from this, too, as well? I think part of it is also recognizing what your choices are. A lot of times when we hold on to that anger. We want the other person to change their behavior or to or the circumstances around us to change. We kind of give our power to everyone else. And sometimes, you know what? I get it. Like stuff happens. And man, the other person, mm. like, it would be nicer if the other person can change or if life were a little more fair because life can really be unfair. Like, I'm not going to say it's not sometimes, but what's important is looking at, okay, well, this is me right now. What are my choices? And maybe I don't have a lot of choices, but if I can focus on the tiny things that I can do now, mm. then that's going to give me more power to take the next step and then take the next yes. step. And then before you know it, you realize that maybe you're not as helpless as you thought you were, or sometimes as people made you believe you were, or the world yeah. makes you believe you are. And that you, again, it always comes back to how strong people and resilient and amazing people can be. But it takes looking at yourself and looking at what are my options? What are my choices? And what steps right. can I, what is my next step? And sometimes I would tell people, what's your next best, simplest, most urgent step that you can take? And just right. focus on taking that one step once. And that can sometimes that can literally be, you know what? Just getting up and washing my face. Fantastic. Yeah. If today all you did was got up and washed your face, you won. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's your next step after that? And then after yes, that. Yes, I, I love that. I don't think I could have said it better myself. Thank you, Ange. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I think and I think that's a great way to to end actually this this very first episode of Paint Isn't Jam. So thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for a new segment on Paint Isn't Jam. And if ever you ha- you as a listener have any questions or comments, you can always message us directly at podcast at paintisn'tjam.com. Or if you have the the Anchor app, you can actually just send us an audio message directly and uh, you may be featured in our next episode so don't be shy let us know what you think and guys remember paint isn't jam no it's not